Hey y'all, I'm Genesis. And I'm Shelby. So, for starters, we just want to welcome you guys to our podcast. We're really happy to We're have excited. you guys here. I'm excited to be able to talk. Or whatever we want to talk whatever about. Whatever I want to talk about. And I think for starters, we should probably explain what this show is about. So, this show is about everything. This is about our lives, what we've been through, mm. advice, heartbreaks, love. Literally everything. Advice, everything. Topics going on in the world. We don't pass up any topic. Hence the name. Hard pass. Common sense. There's no, we're not passing up anything. I would hope so. We're going to say how we feel about every topic and we don't care. Don't cancel us. <laughs> don't cancel us. I, I was going to say, and to be honest, it would be me. No, it would be her. To I think canceled. we've actually filmed this intro three times because we've risked getting canceled three times Yeah, and in like, the intro. I want to be 100% authentic with y'all. No, we're so authentic. Okay, Kim K. Anyways. Yeah, like, we got this. Okay, so since we're talking about anything, the first thing we're going to talk about is body dysmorphia. No, that that's a great topic. That's definitely something we both experienced. Yeah. And so we're going to be very open with you guys about it. Um, yeah, so I think what really struck this topic for us was everybody talking about summer bodies. Mm-hmm. And we were like, yeah, people are like summer bodies, but some of these summer bodies are not real. They're not obtainable. They're... And then half of these pictures we're seeing on Instagram are like Photoshop 101. It's bad. So now we know that there's somebody out in this world looking in the mirror like, oh my gosh, I look terrible. And you look perfectly fine. Yeah. So we were like, you know what? Perfect topic. Body dysmorphia. Let's jump into it. Yeah. So, okay. Before we even start this, Jen, what does body dysmorphia mean? Like, what's the definition of it? Girl, do I look like Google? You do, actually. So go ahead and figure it out. Okay. Well, I did Google it. (laughs) And um, it's a mental illness. Oh my gosh, mental illness. Yeah, fix that shit. <laughs> involving it's a mental illness involving obsessive focus on a perceived flaw in appearance. The flaw may be minor or imagined. The person may spend hours or a day trying to fix it, maybe more. And I literally sounded like a robot reading that. That's straight off of Google, you guys. I just shortened it. But um, and to be clear. We know there are different, like, levels of body dysmorphia. Like, right. we know it's some that's really, really bad that people have dealt with for years. But there's also some that, like, it comes and goes. Like, we understand this is a real mental illness. And we're not just trying to sugarcoat it or anything. But there are people out there who, it's not as serious for them, but it's still a thing. It's and something. we just want to make that clear. that We're not just like, oh, my goodness, mental illness. No, yeah. We take it very serious. And especially when it's something that has we've both dealt with it and it's really affected our self-esteem at some time. Yeah. So we don't, we just really want to be open with you guys. So just relate, just listen. Maybe just you can vibe. relate. Yeah, vibe with us. <laughs> vibe with us about body dysmorphia. Yes, yeah, what you were here to do. You're sick. So, okay, so when did it start for you? Like, it had to start somewhere. Yes, well, actually... I was chubby, I want to say, up until fifth grade, mm-hmm. and that's actually when I started doing sports. So I was chubby up until fifth grade, and I lost all my baby weight, is what we called it. But my people would constantly remind me about how I used to be chubby. Yeah. And they were like, don't gain that weight back. Oop, you better watch that. You don't want to gain that weight back. You got to stay active or else you'll gain it back. And so even as I sit here now, I stress about my body constantly. I constantly look in the mirror sometimes and I'm like, you're getting too big mm-hmm. because just that reiterates in my mind. Don't gain that weight back. Don't be big again. You know? 
Yeah. So we're hundred percent understand. For me, I'd say around seventh, eighth grade, because like in my family, what happens with us, kinda like you. Like we we're we're bigger babies when we come up. We're not no small babies. We're kinda chunky, but we lose all that weight around like fifth grade. Well, I was never fat. I just was a little bit thicker than all my friends. And all my friends were like twigs. So I guess it was fat to me. But everyone in my family was just weight and I wasn't. And then I started doing, I started taking sports more serious. So I got rid of that weight, you know, and I ran track. So like around that time, I was getting more serious, having more serious coaches. So you were on a stricter diet, doing more hardcore practices. And they're like, oh, you need to lose this weight. You need to be this, you know, height and stuff like to run better this other third. Which understand, I can't be like, can't try to be 300 pounds running and try to, you know, have like a really fast time. 100% understood. But I am like a seventh grader. I don't know how old seventh graders are. Like 12 years old. I don't know. One of them. Yeah. I shouldn't be worried about my weight. I should be worried about other things. But I was. And I think that carried on throughout high school. Because it just, when you put something in someone's head, it's hard to get it out. Especially if they heard it over and over again from multiple people. So it started there. And I was never, my mom always put confidence in us. So it's not like I wasn't confident in myself. It was just when it came to my body, I found myself sitting in class like, like, dang, I'm fat. But then I'll stand up and I'll be like, freak are you talking about? You know, or you'll just be in a mirror or you'll be like trying on clothes. And if you go up a size, that's like the end of your life around that age, especially. So going through that and me personally, I'm the oldest kid, so, like, I didn't have an older sister or an older cousin to go talk to about anything like this, so I was just holding it in, and yeah. I don't really think that's good for people to do. Until you met me. You're not holding it in anymore. Now you well, met me. Why would I hold it in? I'm going to say, I'm not going to say I struggle with it now because I don't think it's as bad, but I do find myself, like, oh, I need to lose this weight, or, oh, I need to suck my stomach in for a picture because I can't look like a fat fuck. I can't look like a fatty or something. And especially going into college. I was like, I have to lose weight. And I can't gain that freshman 15. Which we're all afraid of gaining. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say, I was going to sit here and say that I still struggle with it. Mm-hmm. And personally, I do. I think I, yeah. still, I think I still look in the mirror. And I obsess over little things about my body. that I'm like, this is not perfect. This is not what yeah. And um, I'm already a perfectionist. Everything oh, I do in life. Oh, freaking no. Yeah, okay, whatever. Annoying I'm shit. already a perfectionist, so everything I do in life, I like it to be perfect. Mm-hmm. So when my body isn't, I feel some type of way about that. And that results in me going to the gym obsessively. At 5 in the morning, mind you. Yes, I we go, go at, at five, 5 in the morning. morning. Because I, and if I miss a day, I don't even want to eat. I'm like, I miss a day. Oh, no, 100%. I don't want to eat. When we miss like this week or whatever i've been drinking like protein drinks yeah to like pass my meals i'm like i don't want to eat i'm like this is i don't deserve it because my body looks terrible Mm -hmm. and then it's like then i'm taking pictures and i'm like you are gorgeous (laughs) it's 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 frustrating it's frustrating that this is instilled into my mind yeah because i think it's just like people like when we look on instagram and snapchat even tiktok and we're like, I want to look like her. But then she's not real. She's like 90% plastic. And we're 100% real. No searches over here. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that's just not something that helps. I mean, look at the Kardashians. Like, 
I'll use them as an example. They're like staple pe- staple people, sort of. Depends if you like them or not. Don't play with their name too much because I don't want to get sued. You're not going to get sued. Keep going. Anyways. Like, they made the era of BBLs. I, I'm going to give it to them. And did you see that picture? And she got to take it out. And of Courtney, no yes. more BBLs. That's I, crazy. Like, ugh, it just blows me. Like, there was that whole BBL pandemic coming back from ATL, and it just, like, died down. Now, now big butts, they're a thing, but it's not like you want to be natural. So I feel like the trends in social media affect people and how they look at themselves when they get home. Cause like now you don't have a big butt, but big butts are a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just that's another reason that makes it so bad. And I also think that another thing that contributes to body dysmorphia is this terrible stigma surrounding gaining weight. Mm-hmm. Why is it so terrible to gain weight? Why? Why do we consider that a bad thing? And then I think another thing is definitely, um, another thing is definitely how we view fat people, yeah, bigger people, yeah. Because why is it that if you're on the bigger side, you're unhealthy? Mm-hmm. That's not true. And I hate I hate to use her an existent. And as, I know who you're gonna say because everybody uses her as an example. Who? Lizzo. No, but I love her. And I love her. Not and yet. I love how she preaches, okay, because I'm big, I'm not out of shape. And her lifestyle is so healthy. No, it's so healthy. The Better than me. The things From the things she eats to the way she works out. I cannot yeah. go on stage right now, do a full performance, play a flute, sing, dance. I can't do all that, girl. <laughs> no, I couldn't. Girl, I'm huffing and puffing with the dancers that go to her song on TikTok. Yeah. So it's like... Why is this terrible stigma surrounding bigger people? I think if we completely erase that, that fatophobia, if we erase that, yeah. I really think that would fix a lot of body dysmorphia because now yeah. it's like, I don't worry about what size I am. I'm just, as long as I'm healthy. But no, I'm worrying about what True. size I am now. And I also don't even think like so much the number of the weight. People are like, you need to be this weight because you're this year old. But people don't realize like, Someone could be like five six, and they could be like one sixty, and they could be like look like a supermodel. But numbers look different on different people, mm-hmm. so they're obsessing over these numbers. And sometimes it's just healthy to. I personally don't think people, if they are trying to go on like a weight loss journey, they don't need to look at numbers because they're going to be obsessed over those numbers. And not personally, if you're healthy getting those numbers, if you're finding ways to lose that weight in a non healthy way, you're no better than someone who's three hundred pounds who isn't healthy either. You know what I'm saying? Wow, just eat the people up with that. that I did. Good. That was quote. No, you was eating that. They should no, you me. ate that. <laughs> that was eight. Okay. I said that was eight. Y'all, that I'm was sorry, so great. That was terrible. But really try not to be like cringy. But like, I'm not a cringy person, so I don't care. But yeah, no, definitely. I definitely agree with that. Don't focus on numbers. But let me say this when I go to the doctor, I'm looking at that scale. Oh my God. I'm sorry. When I go to the doctor, do you remember? Do you remember when you were in the locker room and during basketball season? There was a lot of times. Yeah, this girl Uh walked up to you and was like, oh, Shelby, you look like you're gaining weight. Screaming, yes. Look, mind you, this was like, what, sophomore year? Yeah. Sophomore year? Mind you, that was the smallest I've ever been, actually. Really? In high school. But, I mean, like, I'm not really that big anyways. I look at this girl, this woman. Mm-hmm. Woman. Well, she's 18 now. Now. And I was like, 
you're one to talk. No, she was one to talk. You were one to talk. Like, what? I I was baffled. Blind, mind blown. And now that I go back and think about it, I don't really think I told her anything. You didn't. I I I think you just brushed it off. Yeah. But I think it was like, looking back, it's those small comments that we yeah. brush off that now now I'm paying for it because I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, am I getting Where am I getting Yeah, and personally, I could give two shits what she had to say about me because one, it, no, I'm not even going to go through one and two. I just didn't care. Now at this point in me, if she would have told me this now, it would have been a different story. I feel like I was more afraid to say something then because one, she did it in front of the whole team. We're all in the locker room. And two, she said it as a joke, but people like that, like you said, they think it's funny, but if when you go back home and you're assessing over it, but I would love to know what would happen if I said that to her. Oh, if you said that to her, it would be some stuff. It would she would blow up. She would blow up. She would go on her she would go on her Snapchat and those uh-huh. private stories that mm-hmm. she makes and she would post a big old paragraph about how that's not. Or do funny. a rant. And, and also I'd be the bad person. You would be the bad guy. Because because pers- she was of a larger weight size than me. I'd be like the person, oh my goodness, I can't believe you just call, you just call her fat. Well, but, that's what I thought. But then she called you fat and it right. got brushed off. Because I know I was a bad. So, but do you think it got brushed off because you're skinny or so? It's it just like, yeah, oh, it was just like a LOL. Her. It's so funny. Yeah. But and we wasn't. were also, I can't say, we grew up together. So it's like people are like, maybe that's how they treat each other. No, no. Yeah. It wasn't. We weren't even that close. Mm-hmm. That'd be different if like, Someone I was close to, which is few. Listen to that to me. You have one friend, yeah. I have two. Okay. Don't hate. Don't count me. Oh. That's one. Okay, I do have one. But it's okay. <laughs> I remember that. It's really funny now that I think about it now. Because personally, I'm healthy. Pretty much the same size since then. I can't say that for so many people that I've gone to school with. Yeah. Or that's graduated. Yeah. But I know I'm healthy. Healthy. And I'm going to stay in my lane. Healthy. Okay, yeah, healthy. Healthy enough. I'm healthy. Because I want to remind, I want just want to remember the goal is to be healthy. The goal to be is healthy. Not, to be, not gain weight. And you could be healthy and be a baddie. You can be healthy. You could do both. You can be healthy and you can be a baddie. You do not have to be unhealthy to be a baddie. That yeah. means don't starve yourself. I'm telling you, when all four years of my high school, which I don't really talk about because mm-hmm. I think it's kind of embarrassing, but all four years of my high school, I was skipping meals. I, I but see, I, I don't think that's meals. embarrassing because I think, I probably shouldn't say this, but I think that's low-key normal Yeah. for high school girls at least because I'd skip meals and I'd be like, oh, I'm not going to eat now because I'll just eat later for dinner. Or especially in sports, I didn't realize how much, how unhealthy athletes are in high school. It's really bad. It's terrible. I was skipping meals because I was like, don't want to look bad in my uniform. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I ran track. No wonder you can't breathe when you're running. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I was skipping meals. Then I was like, don't want to get sick. Can't, can't eat And then you wouldn't eat for like a whole meat before or during the meat. And that's a good like seven hours. More. More. I wasn't eating until after my meat, meaning I didn't eat breakfast, lunch. Meat doesn't start till three. Okay. Meat starts at three. Meat doesn't until eight. You can't okay. get bloated. You can't have that weight when you're running. Can't and then it. I ran the very first race and the very last race. So... But trust me, after that meat, oh, I would we picked eat. out. Oh, I would eat. We picked out. But see, me personally, I think my problem with food is I just, I like to eat. Like, that makes me happy. Like, people like to read. I like to eat. I like to experience food. I like to experience going to new places. And I, I don't know if that helps, but, like, I'm not going to pass up a meal 
if it's something that's like it's new or something I'm really excited to eat. Because like I reward myself with food, which mm, might not be healthy, but it makes me happy. I kind of feel like food has too much power over us. Oh, it probably 100% like, does. Like, at least my brother would always tell me, he'd be like, food should not hold this much power over you. No, yeah. If it tastes good. It should make me as happy as it does. Like, your mom's getting us pizza. Baby, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm ecstatic. But the thing is, I'm you scared the think... mic is going to pick up my stomach hungry. <laughs> I was well, whatever. But you know what I think it's because it's because of the way we raise. Like food was is such a big thing in like our culture. Like it's we're pretty black much, by the way. Yeah, I we mean if black, y'all didn't know. Yeah, I hope you knew by our African American. I hope we didn't put on our white telephone voice. Oh my goodness, y'all so hey no, I'm just playing, let me stop. <laughs> I get canceled. Um but I feel like food is like the centerpiece of like any holiday, any time. Like we get together and be like, So what are you cooking? Or, like, what do you make? Like, for... Never mind. Yeah. But then it's, like, those same parents that give us food are the ones that are, like, you shouldn't be eating so much. Oh, yes. I'm going I'm to I'm give you the bag. Personally, now, I didn't have a strict, strict household on food. Like, my dad would cook every other day. And it'd be good food. So, I was always fed. I used to always say I had no food in my house. I had food in my house. I just don't eat leftovers. So, but there'd be time. Oh, you're bougie. Go yeah, ahead. I don't, I don't like eating leftovers. You left Maybe like the first night. After that, no. Mm-hmm. Hell no. But there'd be times where I would go get McDonald's or something, like during track season, and I knew I was not supposed to have fast food, and I'd like hide it somewhere. Or I'd eat it before I get home and throw away all the evidence. Or I'd like go I to my grandma's that. house. I remember when you literally was like, can you bring this in your car? Yeah, because I could not bring it. And it's not like my dad would be like, oh my goodness. That, like, he wouldn't curse me out or anything. No. Or be like, that's so bad. But in my head, it was. So I was just afraid to bring it home. Or like, just, just I don't and know. It's just like, I guess parents don't realize that they're doing that to us. They don't realize that they're setting us up to look in the mirror and go, man, maybe that maybe that McDonald's did make me a little bigger. Yeah. They don't they don't see those nights where we're in the mirror and it's just painful really. And I saw a TikTok and it was like they said one meal isn't gonna fix your eating habits and mm-hmm. one meal isn't gonna make it worse. Yeah, I think you sent that to me. Yeah, can after send, I saw that. Can you get a new person to send all those TikToks to you, by the way? Yeah, you know what? I won't send it to y'all. Send some other friend. Um, <clears throat> after I saw that, did I go to um, Wingstop and get some food? I sure did. I sure did. Because it was good. And you know what, though? And we're sitting here and we're like, you know, our parents kind of. Put some input into it because mm. I think they kind of did. Like, why my dad is really slim, mm-hmm. and my mom is, in my opinion, slim. And no, yeah, she is. No, yeah, she's slim, mm-hmm. and so they stay in shape. So I always felt pressure to stay in shape. Always felt like always felt pressure to stay in shape. Always felt like, you know, and they don't eat a lot. Yeah. So I always felt like I had to match their eating, even though I'm a growing girl. So I'm not gonna match what they're eating. No. So it was just like. You know, even though they didn't, like, constantly, like, just push on me about it. It was still there. It was still there. Yeah. And then I do recall one incident where I had stopped running track. And I was, I was stopped oh. running track. Mm-hmm. And I was on my little week. And, you know, when you on your period, <laughs> oh, yes. when you're on your period, you eat more. Yes. I, I don't know if that's just me. When I'm no, on my period, I thing. eat a lot and more. And you're bloated. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm pigging out, because, like I said, when I'm not on my period, I'm going to eat a lot. But when I am, I 
pig out. I don't know. I just need more energy, I guess. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, wow, you're eating a lot. Those comments. Those comments. Those and comments. I told, and I guess I feel like she knew at the time I was on my period, but maybe she didn't. And I was like, well, mom, I'm on my period, so I'm eating more. So fast forward, and she tells me again. She's like, you don't need to eat anymore. And I was like. Like she said that? Yeah, she was like, you're oh, eating a lot. Maybe you don't need to eat mm-hmm. anymore. And I turned to her, and I said, I know my body, and I don't need you to tell me how much I am going to eat just because I stopped running track. You think I'm just going to fall out of shape in a week. I know no, I yeah. can and what I can't eat, and I need you to back off. Maybe that's why my parents don't really want me to stop running. Because I'm going to keep it bag. I know sports is what's keeping what was keeping me in shape. Mm-hmm. I didn't do no outside training. I didn't do no working out because we were working out for like seven hours a day. Yeah. And I was in basketball and track. So me, I just rely on sports to keep me in shape. Well, going to college, I'm not running anymore. I I don't think my dad wants me to fall out of shape because he know I wouldn't be happy, you know, being unhealthy and all that. Yeah. So like, I don't, when I think about it, at the time I would be livid. I'd be like, why won't he let me eat Chick-fil-A? Or why won't he let me eat like Sonic and be like a regular child? But I come home and he has like, cooked salmon and pasta and asparagus and I'm like well I actually do have really good parents because they don't let me have something but they'll you know equal it out you know See, what I mean? my parents didn't like completely monitor what I ate just as much as how big of a quantity I was eating how yeah. much are you eating at that time I don't care what you're eating but how much are you eating of it mm-hmm. and my people don't cook they don't cook <laughs> okay. I don't cook we're just we're just that rare household where we eat out all the time yeah and it's just like it was just like, it felt like she was kind of reflecting on me because I think we have to talk about how adults have body dysmorphia. It just doesn't go away once you're grown. Yeah, no, Because I speak to my mother, I kid you not, I speak to my mother, and if you've seen my mom, in shape. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, in shape, natural BBO. Baby, she didn't need the <laughs> surgery, she has it. And she's beautiful. Yeah. And she looks at it in the mirror, she looks in the mirror, kid you not, calls herself fat. What are you talking about? Yes, if I could I mean, age like, like you, I'm happy. I'm living a happy life if that's the size I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. And she looks in the mirror calls herself fat. And I'm like, what are you seeing? Because I'm not seeing it. But you know what? That's body dysmorphia. And I honestly think that she's some, some, I think that comment that she made about, okay, maybe, you know, you, know, you can stop eating now. Mm-hmm. I think that was reflected onto me. Yeah. I feel like those people who su- like support you, who are like, you're so pretty or like, like, when girls tell me that, like it, it makes me feel better. Like, obviously. It helps your confidence. And, like, when you have those constant supporting people, like my mom, one thing I can say she was always good in, she always put confidence in her kids no matter what was going on. Mm-hmm. Like, we started at a young age. She'd be like, tell yourself you're beautiful. Tell yourself you're smart. You know, I feel like everyone needs those kind of people in their lives to give them those positive comments because we live in kind of like a negative world. No, definitely. My niece, both of them, when... I thought I was the ugliest thing ever. I don't. I was going through a really bad, bad, bad <laughs> breakup. Mm-hmm. Real bad. Oh, real bad. Real bad. <laughs> we go together real bad. <laughs> we, in fact, did not go together real bad. Uh-uh. We, in fact, went together bad real. Actually, mind you, this this boy wasn't even... Uh-uh. Uh-uh. We're going to cut you right there. We're not cutting so, nothing. So, basically, um, I was going through a real bad breakup. And so, you know, when you go through things like that, your self-esteem just shoots down. But even when I was in a relationship, it wasn't very high anyway. That's how you know it wasn't good. So, okay, that's not was good, actually. It had nothing to do with Okay. So, it was just, it wasn't very good in a relationship, and that was on me. And then, afterwards, it really wasn't good. 
So I was like, what can I do to feel better about myself? Like, I don't think I'm pretty. And my niece, my nieces pulled me aside and they were like, you don't think you're pretty? And I was like, no. And they were like, how do you not think that? Mm-hmm. And that's when I'm just like, wow, like I don't even see what they see. But the fact that they see that in me means something. Mm-hmm. So they took me downtown. They got me dressed up, did me makeover, took me downtown, and took pictures. And they were like, you're posting these on Instagram. They picked, they picked my and caption. And that's when you helped you with your caption. That's when they picked my caption. It was like, let me remind you. And, and he posted the same day. No, he did. What was that? Was, that was awkward. And that was very coincidental. That's so funny. But it was his prom. It was his homecoming. I think so. Something. I think it was, yeah. Yeah, I posted, let me remind you. I can't remember what his was. And, yeah, that was very coincidental, very. But my pictures were cute. Yeah. And they ate. And that was one step where I finally saw how beautiful I was. Or could be. So you're saying that that relationship didn't help. With how you viewed yourself. No, it didn't. I think that relationship actually contributed to my body dysmorphia. I looked... He he tried his best to tell me how pretty he thought I was. Mm. But even then... <laughs> but it's just like... Being in a relationship did not help my body dysmorphia. It actually made it ten times worse. Because I was constantly... Really? He... What? I said really. No, yeah. I'm with the green. You no, know, definitely. Because... He had been in a lot of past relationships, mm-hmm. which that doesn't mean anything. It's it's just it, it just, does. Okay. <laughs> it was just like I felt constantly whore. like I had to live up to his past girls. His past girls, and they were and all light. Huh? They were all light skinned. None of them looked like me. They were all like, they were all taller than me. Um, That's not much. I was like. Teeny tiny, mm-hmm. still am. Only yeah. five foot, teeny tiny. Don't have big butt. Don't have big boobs. <laughs> They're decent size. Thanks. And, that's and I was like, I was like, I just don't live up to these past girls, and that <laughs> yeah. made me feel worse. And see, I hate that that happened. Well, you know, I hate that that happened. No, I've I know been you vocalized it. Vocal about it. I can say. Like, that makes sense that your relationship contributed to it. I'm not even going to talk about mine. <laughs> you don't think your relationship contributed no, they to your body dysmorphia? definitely did. So maybe you should just. But maybe not one. But every single, uh, all the other ones, oh, for sure. Yeah. Because, like, but the people that I've dated, talked about, about they were really, like, known people. And it's like, they had a lot of other people. Like, they were whores. Yeah. They were all whores. So, like, I was just like. I have to be, I have to look perfect 24-7, I have to look good so they can stay, or so they won't look at other people, which is not how you should go about a relationship at all, but like, that's what I would think, and that didn't help, but now, but you do it because you want them to stay, yeah, and And it's like a feeling thing, and when I was young, not younger, like three years ago actually, I used to be like, if I break up with this person, I'll never find this kind of love again or something. Like, yeah. That was my problem. It was really bad. And I think that's so sad. It's so sad that I thought, even if he doesn't really love my body, nobody else will love it like him. No, yeah. Nobody else will be with the same. This little bit that I'm getting, 
I'm not gonna get it anywhere. I'm not gonna get it anywhere. I'm not gonna get my and I think that's why I always stay in relationships because I'm like, if I don't have a boyfriend, like, I'm gonna be lonely for the rest of my life because I thought I was really like not attractive. I thought I was just like, just not the prettiest girl or whatever growing up. But like, I just have to think like, girl. It's embarrassing that we do this to ourselves. It is because we're we're not ugly. I used to, you know, I used to be like, I don't have ugly friends. Yeah, all the time. I would tell my friends all the time, and I'd be like, Yeah, girl, shut up. We would tell her, we're like, Well, we feel ugly. She's like, I don't have ugly I don't friends. Have ugly friends. Whole time you looking in the mirror, you think you ugly. <laughs> <laughs> but I would never like say it out loud. As we're on camera, I literally picked outfits to where I didn't look fat. Hmm. <laughs> well. And I feel like I look fat right now. I'm not gonna like, lie. Like, it's just, it follows you around. We ate. Like, I know. It follows like, you uh. around. We just literally had pizza, and I'm like, bro, I hope I don't look fat on this camera. It follows you around. It does. It follows you around, and I just think you have to have enough, I don't know if it's confidence, but you just have to get past it. And you know what? Bit. My confidence is through the roof. Oh, we know. It's through the roof. It is. It's grown since freshman year, I can say that. No, definitely since freshman year. It has. Year. Since freshman year, since the relationship, since all of that, it has grown. Yeah. And it's through the roof. But also, it could be better. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty much through the I think I'm gorgeous. It's yeah. just sometimes I think my body is not the best. I don't think I'm totally disgusting. I think I'm still beautiful. But I think my body is not the best, I and I fix like, it on that. I'd be like, oh my goodness, my body's disgusting. I just feel like I look fat. Like, that's a normal thing for girls to say about themselves. I can't really speak on, like, how guys go through this, because personally, I know. I'm not a guy. But I feel like, like, they, they struggle. They have to keep up with, like, oh, I have to be, like, you know, killing abs, or, like, you know, I have to, like, look good for my size, or whatever. And for them, I feel like that's more the issue. But I mean, it's kind of the same thing. And those gym shark guys are not attractive, so. No, they're so ugly. It's gross. I don't want to see your Instagram be full of pictures of you in the bathroom or at the gym. But then again, maybe that's a result of them going through something. I don't know. I think I think we should give talk about the guys. I think we should address that this is not just geared towards women because no, guys yeah. definitely I just do go through like this We can't speak on it from a perspective yeah. like that we know more because I'm not a guy. I don't really know what y'all go through. And I know y'all go through stuff because I just, I know. I know. And I'm so genuinely curious about it. I am. I bet so many guys have body dysmorphia, but they pass it off as... Or they just don't say anything because like, that's a girl thing. Yeah. Or like being insecure, guys just like don't want to do that and whenever you whenever you watch stuff like Mm -hmm. movies tv shows about and like there's a person with body dysmorphia in it Mm -hmm. always a girl yeah never a guy it's never a guy never a guy never a guy that you see with the eating disorder Mm -hmm. and i think that's such lack of um representation yeah because i'm sure guys face it but now they're like well i never seen a guy face it so now they're like well let me just not say anything that's terrible if I can add, like, I can speak on, like, the black community. Yeah. This isn't something we, that's just, like, out in the open. No. Not until recently, mental illness hasn't been anything that you just talk about out in the open. That was always, like, yeah, not something that we that happened to us. Mm-hmm. But I think it's because it's just, like, we never had the opportunity. We, one, we don't have the, as much research on African Americans who have issues like this because they didn't accept it for so long. Mm-hmm. People weren't coming out. People were afraid to be like, oh, there's something wrong with me because 
my, nothing, no one else in my family has this issue. And that goes for any mental illness. So I feel like, especially in like our culture, it's a lot harder to come forward or like ask for help or anything with things like this. Yeah, because what are your parents going to say if you're like, I have body dysmorphia? Girl, what is that? What is that? I kid you not. I told my black male friend, they said, what is your first podcast about? I said body dysmorphia. They said, what the freak is that? Go to the gym. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Jen? And what like, is that about? I feel like they say those things because they're deflecting something. Mm-hmm. Like something because they low-key feel like it or it's because they don't have any knowledge on what it is. They're just like, oh, that's stupid. I don't want to deal with that. You know That or lack of, lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge, yeah. That too. But. Definitely a lot of lack of knowledge um, surrounding body dysmorphia. I think body dysmorphia is kind of fairly new. Fairly, fairly new. Yeah. Compared to other things, yeah. I think it just, it, I know for a fact, at least a lot of eating disorders. Yeah. I think I'm still dealing with that. Eating disorder? Uh, eating disorder? No, like still, I would not. And people think like, I don't know. when we say eating disorders, it's not just like you throwing up your food. Like, there's so many eating. other ways of like having those. It's not like how you see on TV with the, the popular cheerleader in the bathroom. Throwing your food up. up. Like, that's not how that works. And I just wish people would get that out their heads. And I like, me- again, media does not help this no. at all. Even though we're making a podcast. But An eating disorder can literally be you saying, I'm not eating today. Yeah. I'm not eating today because it's I a fat. habit that you create because yeah. you're so used to like not skipping a meal or I mean or skipping a meal, skipping a meal. and not eating like that comes into something not good because you're not getting the nutrients, you're not getting the protein that you need to be healthy throughout the day. That's why you're always tired, why you have headaches. Like there's a science behind this, but people just don't. There is no knowledge. They don't really have. They just think I have to be skinny. So if I'm skinny, not not even skinny, if I'm smaller and I look good, everything else in life is good. True. And it's not. That's what I thought. That is what I thought. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's just like, I want to feel good when I put on a bathing suit. <laughs> bathing suits. Look, when I was little, I said I would never, ever wear a two-piece because I was just like so scared. Not little. Not even little. Like... Freshman year, mm. I just be like, I just can't, cause I'd be worried. I wouldn't have fun. I'd be worried about how I look the whole time, cause Definitely. like so many insecurities come out with it, and I just didn't look the part. The girls like, I don't know, girls my age were just developing faster than me in certain areas. What's gonna say? Except for I was one. gonna say, so but like you don't have a problem in some areas though. <laughs> in some areas, but like I just be like I look horrible, and even like with the areas I don't struggle with. I can't stand them. Like, I just, I want to get a freaking surgery and just take them out. Get your boobs removed? Yeah, because my parents hear all the time, like, I, I hate, it looks unproportionate. Mm-hmm. I look like Wendy Williams. <laughs> a pee? You look, like, look a pee. like a pee. You look like you push and pee. Um, yeah, and it's annoying as, yeah. as yeah. stuff. As stuff. I understand that, but like, but that's not like a really, that's not something that's like compared to like. No, I'm not saying that at all. I think that's actually very comparable. You, regardless or not, the, in, the, the, the center point of it, this is 
at the end of the day, this body dysmorphia is causing us not to like our bodies. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like your boobs, you don't like your boobs. Yeah. And I don't. And that may not even be a body dysmorphia thing. That just may be a insecurity. It just hurts. It's ins- yeah. it can be insecurity. I mean, is do body and dysmorphia and insecurity is that like the same? No. I can't. I don't think you can say it's the same thing. I guess because body dysmorphia is like, um, like obsessing over it. Yeah, and I think, like you said, like we don't like our own bodies. If you don't like yourself, how do you expect someone else to like you? I think we said all we really had to say about body dysmorphia. Yeah, we kind of went a little off topic, but that's fine. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna close out. Mm-hmm. So we just want to thank you guys for joining us for our very first podcast. We'll get better, I promise. And we just want to thank you guys for joining us. Um, So, this has been Hard Pass, and we're out. Y'all are dismissed.